Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about Super Bowl 54. Yeah, Patriot. Well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> if that's not a sign of the times. That was not on purpose either, I swear. For the first time in what it feels like 38 years, the <laughs> Patriots are not in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I guess we should start with leading up to the Super Bowl matchup. So, I mean, during the season itself, I wasn't watching a whole lot or really much at all. But I guess the main standout for me this season from, you know, what I would hear in social media and podcasts, etc., was basically that this was the year of Lamar Jackson breaking out. Pretty much took over just how Patrick Mahomes did. Yeah, Lamar is a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens for people who don't know. Right, and pretty much became a sensation immediately. Like, running game reminds people of Michael Vick, which is arguably, like, the best runner quarterback in history, Mm -hmm. but also had a great arm, and just the team overall was great and fun to watch. So, yeah, you're right. He was probably the standout of the season. And then in the playoffs, I mean, they didn't make it to the championship. Were you disappointed in that did you want to see them at least make it to the super bowl yeah i would say it's a little disappointing just because obviously the hype and how good he plays i'm not a baltimore fan but i like him and i want to see him succeed Mm -hmm. but i also felt the same way about patrick mahomes so i wanted to see him there too who did make it to the super bowl who yeah was one of the quarterbacks in the super bowl but it's weird because i also wanted to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Right. So it's one of those things where, like, out of the last couple of teams that were left throughout the playoffs, I was kind of happy with, you know, if the Saints made it, I would have been fine with that because I like Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. But if Baltimore made it, I would have been fine with seeing Lamar Jackson. Titans seem to be, like, a fun underdog, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have been fun to see Derrick Henry and Tannehill, who wasn't even their starting quarterback in the beginning of the season. So, yeah, every team had, like, a little special thing to them, but... So, how would you then pro or con just the matchup itself from all those possibilities? So, the matchup between the 49ers and the Chiefs? Yeah. I pro it. I wouldn't say like the major pro because I think what I would have liked the most would have been like a Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, two young upcoming quarterbacks. Yeah, preferred that. That would have been like my 10 out of 10 pros. Right. This is a solid pro, though, like talking about arguably the best offense against arguably the best defense in the 49ers. Mm -hmm. So it was probably like my second favorite matchup to see. So I'm pretty happy with it. But what about you? Yeah, I would say I agree. I would have liked to see the Lamar-Mahomes matchup. Mm -hmm. I think also the Titans, like I mentioned, that would have just been like a cool underdog story to see. But I'm not mad at the 49ers. And I was rooting for them too because this podcast that we listened to, (laughs) one of the guys who does it is a big 49ers fan. So even win or lose like it was gonna be interesting regardless but yeah man i mean shout out to vanger who's the person you're talking about but yeah from the shane show yeah it's one of those like you said win or lose like it'd just be interesting to see him and his experience <laughs> right. with the win or the loss no matter what it was um but yeah 
we'll get back to the actual Super Bowl. So, I mean, were you rooting for the 49ers or who did you have? I mean, I know you said you're a Mahomes fan too. I'm a Giants fan first. And second, I like to root for players, right? Mm -hmm. And right now, outside of the Giants, the player I like to look up the most is Patrick Mahomes. Mostly because he has a baseball background. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I had the same feeling with Russell Wilson, who is a Yankee, believe it or not. Right. Which is my favorite team of all time, any sport. So yeah, I guess that connection between baseball, his dad actually being a professional baseball player back in the days, but he's been on my radar and the stories, you know, when you watch the game, they're always like, oh yeah, he was a baseball player in high school and college Mm -hmm. and his dad. So that's been drilled in my head and I became a fan since I heard that. And it's one of those like, damn, I like baseball so much. I hope this guy's like the best athlete to show him baseball players are the best out here. So yeah, I was kind of rooting for the Chiefs, but... I don't hate the Niners either, so. Did you have any prediction on who you thought was going to win, personally? I'll just put it this way. I wanted the Chiefs to win, and I really thought they could win it. Just because I have very little trust in Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, which is the quarterback for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he had it in him, and I don't know if the running game was going to be enough to win it. You know what's crazy, too? I feel like Mahomes, even though he's super young, feels almost like a vet now. Yeah. And Jimmy G feels like, oh, bright-eyed, young, rookie, you know. And it's the other way around. Yeah, which is crazy. Jimmy G has two Super Bowl rings already. Not that he got them himself. Right. It was under Tom Brady and the Patriots, but he's more of the quote-unquote seasoned veteran than Mahomes. But I do agree. That's a good point. But the real professionals out there had the matchup as pretty even. Yeah, but most people were, like, leaning towards the 49ers, right? Literally by, like, a point. Right. Like a hair. Not like, oh, they're going to be by two touchdowns. But, yeah, I mean, the 49ers defense, which is what people believe would win you a game, it's, like, the strongest. So I can't blame them. If I was a Chiefs fan, I would have been super scared, too. Like, shit, like, it's not looking good for us. But yeah, I mean, Vegas, like, you know, gambling and the odds for the teams were pretty even, literally, by like a point. Did you put any money down? No, I'm not up there yet. Um, (laughs) One day, maybe. I am interested in gambling, but I just, I don't want to spend my money on that right now. But you're paying attention. Oh yeah, I pay attention to it. And you can say I'm kind of part of it if I do fantasy sports, which is almost the same thing, but... I mean, I'd be interested in betting, too, because there's a lot of fun ones out there. Have you seen, like, all the prop bets and different stuff you can bet on? Like, different mini actions during the game and stuff? Yeah, they're, like, all stupid as shit sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. But one of the good ones every year is, like, what color is the Gatorade that they put on the coach? Right. How long is the singer of the anthem going to go for? Is it going to be over a minute, 30, or whatever it is, or... You can bet on them, like, in Vegas. Like, these are legitimate betting odds and weird stuff you can do. But I guess it should be interesting throughout the years as, like, how they evolve and how crazy they get. Do you think betting has gone up or down this year because of Uncut Gems just releasing? It's gone up. I just don't know if it's because of Uncut Gems. It's yeah. just like No, it's just a fun <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> However, Uncut Gems will be making some future gamblers 
I'll just leave it that way. Yeah. <laughs> It'll produce some future gamblers. Just people learning what a parlay yeah, exactly. is for the first time. <laughs> I don't know if it's happened this fast, but by next year for sure. So should we get into the game itself? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So first half was pretty even for the most part. Kept kind of going back and forth with momentum at like different points, but it finished ten ten at the end of the second quarter. So regardless of all that, it literally was tied at the half. Yeah. I mean, you saw a little bit of what both teams could do on both sides of the field. Mm-hmm. Like Niners were running it beautifully. It looked like they could take it just because their running game was so strong. But then the Chiefs were showing like, oh, we're not going to give up and we're going to play decent defense as well. And yeah, it was 10-10 at the end of the first half, which meant like, oh, we're going to be in for a good second half because still in the hands of anyone right here. Let's see who wants it more. Yeah, and you also saw signs to come in the sense of the way they were playing. Like the 49ers were being more safe and cautious. Like they had an opportunity early to get a touchdown and they just went for a field goal instead. And meanwhile, the Chiefs were the opposite. They didn't just settle for a field goal. They went and got a touchdown. So you kind of saw this difference in approaches right away in the first half too. Yeah, and that first half just seemed to blow by. They were both killing the clock. Like in the first possession of the first quarter, the 49ers had the ball and seriously knocked down the clock like nine minutes, which you don't see often. Yeah. And first half, I barely even remember. Like it literally. Yeah, it was fast. Felt like 20 minutes. And hey, here comes the halftime with Shakira and J-Lo. <laughs> I mean, shout out BX. And she literally gave a shout out J-Lo. What do you think about the performance? It's not for me. But I wasn't, like, mad at it. Like, it made sense for a Super Bowl halftime show. In what way you say that, like, it makes sense? Like, they're big performers who have a big audience who a lot of people listen to and all that. And it's a really big, grand kind of performance spectacle thing. So it makes sense. It's just not music I personally listen to much, but... Yeah, I do agree. Um, Both J-Lo, who literally like bronx royalty yeah and uh, why stable period and i guess we're more aware of her we like grew up more around her right yeah i do agree probably not my choice of music either yeah i do still have the respect you know and then you have shakira who's more of a global sensation like right she's loved everywhere like name a country she's probably been there and yeah sold out a show sold out a stadium <laughs> yo name it for real arenas everywhere and it does make sense when it comes to that marketing idea of like making football a global thing a sensation making the whole world watch the game i don't know if shakira and j-lo would drive that but i guess it got a few more eyes on the game right than if you just put yeah i mean both this time specifically and in general there are certain people who only watch for the halftime show so it definitely brings other people into it yeah and i mean i could say that like in my family alone like my stepmom and even my mom would watch right like the halftime show having no clue (laughs) even what a touchdown is yeah but they're just interested on the performance and still counts as the ratings and it's what the nfl wants more eyes on the screen in that sense i pro it it works brings eyes to the tv my only problem with it is that they have to get p 
people that are both super big and wide appealing but also are really established like they've been around a while and sometimes that can lead to the performances feeling kind of dated or the music i mean you know throwbacks can be fun but part of me also wishes it was more modern too but i'm not sure if they could pull that off so i get it yeah i mean that's a good point it takes takes a lot of years and experience for an artist to become global yeah. or that big you know or for everyone to know their songs right and there's also very few of them but that's like the thing so i feel like with that like you just mentioned you bringing somewhat of a older more uh what we call a washed artist <laughs> <laughs> like j-lo and shakira who's i guess a little younger but still it's like an early 2000s name you know yeah what they did which i also pro is they brought out bad bunny right and j balvin who are current latin artists not really popular for everyone but but they're huge but they're insanely huge and like yeah probably putting bigger numbers than shakira and j-lo oh yeah for sure have done <laughs> with like these albums and i went to watch it over at a friend's house and they came on the tv and no one had a clue really who they were and i was like literally I was like, oh that's bad bunny oh that's yeah. jay bobbin and they're like who the fuck is that and i'm like oh by the way name an artist they probably have way more streams than them like right. these guys are global no yeah they get billions of streams yeah like you go on youtube and look them up all their vids are like half a billion not yeah half a no, yeah bill. it's crazy that not everyone knows them in the u.s i i understand it is an american sport and whatnot but i guess that's like a little step in the right direction mm -hmm. and like making it a little bit younger and more modern yeah i just hope they keep doing that yeah no that's a fair point i think that if they do maybe lean into that and have a combo every year of like ogs with newcomers that could be interesting i like that the most because you also want the classics also yeah no like who's watching these games right exactly it's like white yeah. america people with families you right. know i feel like it's the right step in having that good formula and that performance while we're on the topic of these different latin performers too how many years do you think until rosalia plays at some capacity two to three yeah i mean she's rising fast she's rising super fast seems like she's making collabs with everyone that's dope yeah so even if it's not her name alone just her affiliation to people right and the people performing that know how talented she is that they could put her on the stage yeah and her talent alone is super special so i could see her up there like in two to three years but yeah i mean overall pro or con the halftime show light pro like again not my specific taste but i'm not mad at it i'm gonna give it a solid pro just because my latinos were out there repping decent performance especially if you like their music right it was pretty good i like the mother daughter collab with j-lo and her daughter and the little cages it looked nice but it also had the message yeah overall solid pro i don't know if it's the best but it's entertaining yeah back to the game though Basically, let's just get down to it. The 49ers seemed like they were in control. They had the game literally in their hands. But as many people said was a likely possibility, the Chiefs made yet another comeback, which they've become famous for now. What can I say? The Chiefs are legit like the Golden State Warriors of football. 
where like if you remember the NBA playoffs from a couple years ago, mm-hmm. oh the Warriors are down by ten going into the fourth. Yeah, they go ahead and win by fucking or twenty. 20. <laughs> They're down by twenty and they still win by it's, twenty. Yeah, because Mahomes' deep passes are like Curry's and Clay Thompson threes. And he had a super deep pass, which was just crazy. When he threw that, I was like, "Damn!" It swung the momentum completely. Yeah, like, one side to the other. It like broke down the defense. At that point, the defense realized, "Oh shit, we forgot this guy could do that." And the offense in the Chiefs said, "Oh shit." We forgot we could do this. (laughs) Legit, both teams had like a realization of this should have been happening the whole game. Tyreek Hill, the fastest NFL player, just make him run deep. And you have the guy with the strongest arm in the playoffs. It was what, like a 40, 50 yard pass? Yeah. The dude just launched it. It was insane. And it changed the game from that point on. The 49ers did have a chance to come back. But again, it showed... Even before the drive happened, I wasn't even confident at all that Jimmy G could lead the 49ers back. They had time where they could have, and if it was Tom Brady, best believe they would have scored. But Jimmy G just does not seem like he's equipped, at least yet, for that level. Like, he just couldn't do it, and the 49ers just let it slip out their hands. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Jimmy G's a good quarterback. Like, if he was in the Giants, I'd be completely happy with having him as my quarterback. But he's not Mahomes. He's not Mahomes. I mean, nowhere near what Mahomes has. You could tell, even on the sidelines, when the Chiefs were starting to make the comeback, the camera would go to Jimmy G, and the guy looks fucking sweaty, just like borderline pale. You could tell he was super anxious, which is fine. I'm, dude, it's the fucking Super Bowl. But on the other side, when the Niners were scoring in that third quarter, when they were grabbing the lead. Yeah, and they, they were up to 20-10. 20-10. Like, the game looked like it was over. And they panned to Patrick Mahomes. The dude just had, like, oh, let's get this on. Yeah. I'm telling he didn't even look sweaty. Even if he was, he just looked like, fuck, we got to turn it up. Like, right. Let's go. Ice in his veins. Exactly. And... That might have been the difference, but that's us as not the biggest football fans talking about. Cause what well, I've especially been seeing, me, but... Yeah, I mean, even I don't know much about football, and everyone seems to be blaming this on the 49ers coach. Kyle Shanahan. Which, I mean, we can't go mentioning Kyle Shanahan without mentioning the dude, the guy himself. Many people love him, many hate him. The coach of the Chiefs, Andy Reid. Yeah, formerly of the Eagles. I mean, I used to watch those Eagles teams back in the Donovan McNabb, McNabb yeah. T.O. days, you know. That's roughly when I started watching, but literally, like, not really caring much right. for it. But, yeah, I'm aware of what I believe, like, a pretty good team back in that time, but they never got a chip with him. Many awful games that I'm sure he wants to forget he's had in the past. Mm-hmm. Bad clock management and all that shit that I don't really know much about, but... right. That seems to be a major problem, too, that I don't know will haunt the 49ers in the near future, like it has prior to Andy Reid himself and many other coaches before. Yeah, and I mean, the 49ers had so many chances, even with all this happening, and especially there was one pass in that final drive where it was like a similar, not as long, but it was like another long throw, and if Jimmy would have nailed that throw... The 49ers would have won the game, and this would be a whole other conversation. 
So it was very close, but still, like, when you don't get it done, you don't get it done. Yeah, pretty much he had a receiver wide open yeah. running super close to touchdown. If he would have caught it, probably would have been a touchdown easily. Yeah, I think so. And he just overthrew the ball over the guy's head. Yeah, that was painful to watch. And it's funny because right before this happened, the people I was watching the game with, I mentioned, like, I don't trust Jimmy G or his arm. Right. Like, what is he going to do right now? Literally, that play happens a few seconds later, and he overthrows it. I do agree. That could have won the chip for the Niners. When that drops, I was just like, oh, my God. All 49ers fans just, that's like the dagger in your heart. Yeah, that's, that's the gut punch. That's when you get that little pain right there on your stomach. Like we said, the comeback was predicted in a way, especially because they had been doing it so much. But still made it interesting to watch and it was competitive until the end so in terms of it being like a good game i'd say it was still like pretty solid yeah and i don't think we've said the actual final score of the game but the chiefs took it 31 to 20 yeah and that was 21 unanswered points by the chiefs in the fourth quarter yeah i mean i was rooting for the 49ers but i also wasn't mad that the chiefs won and Mahomes got both a championship and an MVP trophy, so could have been worse. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I wanted the Chiefs to win. They took it, so I was really happy with that. And yeah, he got the Super Bowl MVP, which is dope. I mean, yeah, he's been killing it. Last season got the regular season MVP. So yeah, he's already got that out the way at friggin' 24 years old, which is insane. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, the guy breaks... The biggest of curses, and that is the Madden curse. Patrick Mahomes was on the cover of this year's Madden 20 cover, and he won the Super Bowl. Never been done before. Which is crazy. And it's not even that if you're in the cover, you're not going to win. The story usually goes, if you're in the cover, your career's in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at last year's cover, 2019 Madden with Antonio Brown. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, NFL career possibly over for good. Do you think Lamar is going to be on the cover next year and that he'll overcome the curse too? I'm sure that's a thing. Like, he yeah. is, like, one of the most likely players to be in the cover next year. Yeah, I mean, if he's not, I feel like it'll be a surprise. And it's scary because he is kind of injury prone and he runs a lot. We saw it with Odell Beckham Jr. when he was the cover of Madden. I forgot the year. I want to say, like, 16. The following year, bro played like one game. <laughs> so if Lamar Jackson makes the cover, just cross your fingers if you're a Baltimore fan. Right. Can't be good. Do you think this is the start of a Chiefs era of championships? I mean, like we talked about, Lamar will definitely be giving them a run for their money with the Ravens. But in general, do you think the Chiefs will get some more chips? Yeah. They're just a highly powered offensive team, even if their defense isn't there just because of Mahomes and one or two good either wide receiver or running back. They're going to be in every game and they're going to keep winning. They can easily be the new franchise, kind of like what the Patriots have been doing the last decade. Right. We now know the Patriots are going nowhere but downhill from here with Brady getting old and who knows yeah. what else is happening. Lamar Jackson can do his thing, but 
that team needs a little bit of help with receivers and other stuff. But now, not only does Mahomes have the ring and the team around him, but he has the experience and that ice coldness is only getting colder, bro. Like, yeah, now he's been through it. So not that it even faced him before, but now he's just even more confident than he already was. This will be a day at the park for him next time. Yeah. So, yeah, I do believe we'll see him win at least one or two more in the next five years or so. And we briefly mentioned this, but it was nice not to have the Patriots and Tom Brady in there just in general to switch it up. Yeah, and I don't even hate the Patriots like that. Like I have major respect for the GOAT Tom, <laughs> but for sure I don't I don't want to see him there again. Like, bro, let someone else win. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to Mahomes for doing that. Let's actually use Tom <laughs> to transition to commercials cuz he had one of his own. I mean, he had put up this like teaser image because there's been a whole bunch of stuff about will he retire now or will he keep playing and if he does does he go back to the patriots or where does he go but basically it just led to a hulu commercial saying they have live sports (laughs) (laughs) so i'm out here playing games seriously that aren't football and i don't know how (laughs) patriot fans feel about that what do you think of in general the commercials though where I was watching, it was kind of tough to watch commercials just because of the amount of people and mm-hmm. just audio and whatnot. But the few that I saw seemed okay. I feel like they've gotten better. There was like a point in the last couple of years where they're like corny or almost trying too hard to, to be funny and humorous or too woke that, I don't know, like they never really stood out. And this time, I'm like super blanked out on any of them but i remember actually like chuckling at a few or mm-hmm. being like oh shit that's not bad or like good job with that so that was entertaining remember any at all i remember like cheeto ones and there was like tied ones that was like a series with charlie from yeah. always sunny right i saw him multiple times did you like that bit that they were doing with him <laughs> it was okay yeah <laughs> that was one of the trying hard ones but right i mean i wouldn't say it was good but at least it was different. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was different. I don't I don't hate on it. There was the Lil Nas X one with... Sam Elliott. There you go. That one was kind of funny and fun. Yeah, I thought that one was good. Modern, you know, like, original. Yeah. And I felt like it played into Lil Nas X and the whole Old Town Road craze, but without being corny. It wasn't cringy Like, either. it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, and I mean, like the Lil Nas X one, which featured dancing... There were also several TikTok-related ads. I mean, one directly from them. But Fox also put a little tag at the end of their channel. And this girl, Charlie D'Amelio, who's like the biggest TikTok person, she was in the Sabra commercial. So they were trying to, like, push that a bit. Yeah. And the Sabra commercial also was... I feel like they were trying to do, like, a Wes Anderson-type thing, like super bold colors and all that but i don't think they really pulled it off that well oh is that like rick flares at the end of it or something i think so anyway it was i don't know they had put out like a five second version of the commercial beforehand with charlie's part and it has like boomer esiason and it has like a whole okay boomer thing and like literally that five second clip 
could have just been better than the whole ad because the rest of it was just nothing really going on. But did you see the Groundhog Day one with Bill Murray? I saw Bill Murray getting up from a bed. Yeah, so have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? No, I haven't. So he's in that. So basically they remade parts of the movie, but then added on other sections where like he steals a car with Puxatani Phil and etc. I don't know. I'm always like in between on those in the sense of like they did it for Ferris Bueller before. And like it's kind of fun to watch them again, but it's also like, I don't know. I feel kind of weird about it at the same time. Didn't they also have a shining one or the shining Oh yeah, so one they had a shining one with uh, Brian Cranston and Tracy Ellis Ross, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that one? It was like Mountain Dew. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, where Mountain Dew like floods the hall, right, like yeah, the blood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like that adds something different to it, you know. Yeah. Speaking of other movie star ones, did you see the Winona Ryder one? Where she's like making a website or something? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought the commercial was kind of stupid. I mean, it's a Squarespace commercial, but <laughs> I got like an email about it because i have like squarespace Uh, sites gotcha and i saw it was like some photography related thing so basically the website itself is like a promo thing for the town of winona where she's from and named after but on the site they have a bunch of well shot photos of the town and stuff i need to be (laughs) clear about this Winona was named after a town, or the town was named after Winona? Winona was named after a town called Winona. It's like a small town. That she was born in? Yeah, she was born basically right outside the small town, like on the outskirts of it. So she's basically from there. That's crazy. I didn't know that, but interesting. But the photography is like well done and everything, and it's pretty tasteful. So the ad itself, I don't love, but... The site and stuff they have set up for it, I think, is interesting. So, in that sense, I think it was successful because even if the ad isn't the greatest, it still got me at least to look at it and appreciate that. And then, outside of that, there were also some that were just weird. Like, I don't know if you remember the avocado one, where it's like almost like a QVC type thing. But I just remember I was watching it and I was like wait a minute what am i even watching like i had to remind myself this was the super bowl and this was a commercial i was just so confused damn but i mean overall for the commercials from what you saw pro or con for this year i'd give it a light pro because i mean the ones i feel like i remember or that you kind of mentioned seem to be better than prior years where they seem to be like corny or just trying too hard and I feel like they were a little bit better this time, so yeah, I'd go light pro. What about you? Yeah, they weren't terrible, most of them. <laughs> they were pretty average, but I wasn't like mad at a bunch of them. It was pretty typical, but some decent ones in there, so I think light pro is fair within the context of what Super Bowl commercials are usually like. I mean, speaking of, do you feel like there's still that hype about commercials as there was, I don't know, 10 15 years ago or is it like dying i think there's still hype there but i don't think it's at the same level that it was 10 to 15 years ago and i think part of that is just because of how crazy the internet has become in our lives in the sense of amount of content and everything Mm -hmm. i feel like it used to be that 
commercials were something everyone would see at least the top ones and mm-hmm. be talking about them and i feel like there's not really as much conversation about them anymore like there's still some but not at the same level yeah i agree like yeah you're gonna talk about like the ones that stand out and you know the really funny ones or great ones or whatever but like overall the oh shit i don't want to miss the commercials either right. on top of the game like i don't think that's there anymore yeah i mean maybe for some but not at the same level yeah like not universally like everyone watching is paying attention but overall for this super bowl from the game to the commercials to everything i mean we kind of said in general what we thought but what would you give it and then also what do you think the public opinion would be well i mean to start off i'd give the overall super bowl experience for this year a light to a solid pro Mm -hmm. i'd say from the performance at the halftime show to the actual game it was kind of fun i mean we experienced the comeback good plays good defense wasn't really a boring game like that kind of went fast in my opinion unlike mm-hmm. other patriot super bowls that we've seen in the past and yeah the team that i was rooting for won so i was happy about that yeah i'd give it a light to a solid pro and people seem to be okay with it i mean everyone knows who patrick mahomes is at least in the football world and that he would eventually win one or hopefully win one and everyone kind of knows that now he is like the best quarterback i think everyone respects that and i mean i guess if anyone has anything bad to say about the game it's probably because he lost a lot of money betting on this (laughs) like my guy bill simmons from the ringer yeah who put i don't know a light 1.5 mil on the (laughs) niners winning this game i mean he's he does that stuff for breakfast, but... Yeah, that's normal for him. And even with that, he probably still ended up winning money in the season overall. Right. Shout out to my guy Vanger, too, from The Shane Show. Probably in pain right now. It'll be okay, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that I didn't really hear or see much complaints about the quality of the game itself, you know what I mean? And I feel like people were glad that it was pretty competitive, And I would say overall for me, it was a solid pro because it wasn't like one of the all-timers, but otherwise it was pretty much all you can really ask for from a pretty solid Super Bowl. I mean, as someone who didn't really have a rooting interest, all I want to see the most is a close game that stays interesting down to the end, which it was. So, Mm -hmm. And then to wrap it all up, let's pro or con the super bowl in general not this specific one but just in general as of where we stand right now on it i'd have to give it a pro it's that great sudden death type of game yeah one win takes it all because i'm a baseball fan we got seven games right i mean mean, basketball basketball nhl i think yeah hockey Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this is like the one sport that gives you that and i guess the world cup and like soccer and stuff but you're laying it all in the line even if you have to hit someone super hard and get injured to do it if it's gonna win you the chip you're gonna die for that for the ball for that hit for that tackle whatever it is so just because of that and what has like become part of the american culture of like it's almost a holiday right gotta pro it 
Yeah, I mean, I think the one game aspect is a really good point, and it adds such a level of intensity that you don't get with the other games in like a MLB or NBA. I mean, you can in game seven, but even in those, there's so much history from the rest of the series when this is just one night only winner take all. So it makes it more special for sure. And it makes it an event. And I kind of like that even non-sports fans watch it. So it's almost like a uniting social thing, even outside of actual get-togethers. But even if you're just talking with a friend or family or whoever, it's a common thing to talk about. And there's less of that these days with how niche the internet has made things, which, you know, is a whole other pro or con topic. But it is nice also to have these big cultural events where everyone's watching at the same time and everyone can talk about it and all that. So in that sense, I think it's a pro. And that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Kev. You can find me at Kev on all platforms. And I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And we know this is the third week in a row with a sports-focused episode, but, you know, these have been the big stories. So, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But we'll be back next week with the Oscars. Yes, sir.